Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi al-lazeen astafa amma ba'an A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan al-rajim bismillah ar-rahman ar-rahim Innama allaha yatakabbalu min al-muttakeen Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yusifun Wa salamun ala al-mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen Allahumma salli ala sinuna muhammad wa ala ala sinuna muhammadin mubarak wa salam there are two words in the Arabic language. One is called Qabiliya and one is called Qubuliya. They both come from the same root word, or the same root, Qaf, Ba, and Lam. The first one is called Qabiliya and the second is called Qubuliya. Qabiliya means to be capable, to be skilled, to be adept at doing something. For example, if somebody feels that they have a good voice when they recite the Qur'an, that's their qabiliyat, that's the skill that they have. If somebody feels that they're a good student, that's the skill that they have. If somebody thinks he drives cars very well, that's the skill that he has. Any type of skill that a person has, that is called his qabiliyah, his ability. But then there's something else in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called qubuliyah. Qubuliyah means your acceptance in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that whatever action you did, whether it was qabil or not, but you earned the acceptance, the pleasure, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted that action in his court. So actually the real goal of our deen is qubuliyah. You don't have to be pretty, you don't have to be handsome, you don't have to have nice clothes, you don't have to be the most popular student or the most popular person. You don't have to be very skilled in anything. In fact, there's some fuqara, some fakir, some simple people who are qabul or maqbul, who are accepted in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So actually, the real goal of our deen is to make ourselves in such a way that we are accepted in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, if a person has both, this is what they say, nurul al-nur, that this is great light upon light, if he's both qabil and qabul, that is a great thing to be. But the matloob, the desire, the purpose of our majahida, of working on ourselves, of struggling against our nafs, is to make ourselves makbul, to make ourselves kabul, to make ourselves pleasing and accepted in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So who are those people who get this kabuliyah? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran, إِنَّمَ اللَّهَ يَتَقَبَّلُوا مِنَ الْمُتَّقِينَ That know, إِنَّمَا كَلِمَةَ الْحَسْرِ That know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only يَتَقَبَّلُوا He only and only accepts. Who? Those actions from the people of taqwa, from the muttaqin. So, again, if you look at this eyes of the Qur'an, and again, Al-Qur'anu yufassiru ba'lu ba'la. That this is the nature of the Qur'an, that part of it, just tafsir, comments on the other parts. So this month of Ramadan was what? لَأَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ So that you may increase in your taqwa, you may end up by the end of this month amongst the muttaqoon, amongst the muttaqin, amongst the people of taqwa. And now in this ayah that we mentioned today, Allah said in the Qur'an, إِنَّمَ اللَّهَ يَتَقَمَّلُوا مِنَ الْمُتَّقِينَ So Allah Ta'ala only grants his kubuliyah to the people of taqwa. It means that this month of Ramadan was the month of kubuliyah. Now it doesn't mean that this month of Ramadan was merely the month in which your actions in this month are kubul. Rather this month was meant to transform us into the people of taqwa. And the people of taqwa are the people of kubuliyah even after this month ends. 
It means that the purpose of this month was to make us people who are makbul, who are accepted and pleasing in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to transform us in such a way, and that transformation is to stay with us after this month. <coughs> Another way of looking at this is two other Arabic words. One is called isti'dad, and one is called tawfiq. Isti'dad again means the ability to do something, the capability to do something, the prowess to do something. And tawfiq means that whether Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the success, whether He chooses to bless us with the opportunity and the ability and the moment to do that ibadah. So again, what is matloob in our deen? What is the object of our desire? In our deen, the maqsan, the maqsud, is that we should have tawfiq, that we should always hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue to give us the success to worship Him, to remember Him, and to stay away from sin. Because istidad is something maybe many of us have, but tawfiq is something given to the few. So what is the purpose of our deen? To get the kabuliya, to get the acceptance and pleasure in the eyes of Allah, and to get the tawfiq, to get the success and the ability to do, to do good deeds. And finally, the third thing we want to mention is istiqama. Istiqama is that rare, special sifat, that special characteristic, that elusive quality that when we chase after it, it slips through our fingers. We're able to grab onto it for a few days, but then we lose hold of it. Istiqamat means to gain some perpetuality, to become qa'im da'im, to establish yourself perpetually on some manner of the sharia. So there's istiqamat and juz'i, to establish your perpetual on one type of ibadah, one particular thing. And there's a general concept of istiqamat, which means in general, you have reached a state where you are firm on your Qur'an, Sunnah, and Sharia, where you have firmly, uh, have a firm grasp on these things, and you are firmly able to stay away from sin. So that is another one of the purposes of Ramadan, to elevate us to the level of istiqamah, because it's that istiqamah that will safeguard our deen after this month ends. So, someone might ask, that where do we go from here? Especially for those of you who Allah subhanahu gave them the tawfiq, to make it takaf. You know, and sometimes when I look at the young men who are making takaf, I think that, Ya Allah, what did you put in their heart? How did you bring them here? For every young man who is sitting here in takaf, there are at least one or ten thousand Muslim young men like him in Chicago who didn't have the tawfiq to come to takaf. So our mashaykh say a strange thing, that if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when a host invites you to his house, doesn't invite you to his house if he wants you to go away empty-handed. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most kind and generous of hosts. If he let us have the tawfiq, if he granted us the ability to come to this masjid and spend 10 days or spend part of that 10 days, certainly it's not because he wants to let us go empty-handed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-kareem. He is the most generous of the generous beings. Surely he brought us here to give us something to fill our hearts with some type of nur, to strengthen our iman so that it would carry us forth. And sometimes when I look at the faces of the young men who are making it take off, I think to myself that, Oh Allah, if they are so beloved in my eyes, and Ya Allah, you are our Hamarahimin, how much love must you have for them when you look upon them? And we make to offer our young friends that, Oh Allah, if you put their love for them in our hearts, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how beloved must they be in your eyes? So this is one of the great rahmas of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
that he gave those of you, especially who spent the ten days in Sunnah Itikaf, the young ones or the old ones. For every old man who is here, how many tens of thousands are there in Chicago who are sitting content in their homes? So this is the nazar khas the special rahmah, the special gaze of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that he let us sit here for ten days, or he let us sit here for part of ten days. And it's a special rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on me, that he accepted me to make your khidmat for a few moments, for a few hours of those ten days. It is my sincere hope that if Allah Ta'ala give any one of us the tawfiq to practice on even one thing that was written, then inshallah maybe one of you will be the means of delivering me from the hellfire on the Day of Judgment, inshallah. So I ask all of you not to forget me in your du'as when we conclude this session. And I ask all of you not to forget me on the Yom Al-Qiyamah, on the Day of Judgment, when we may find ourselves in need of one another. So one of the things we learned when we spent this time in the masjid is how much our environment affects us, how much our sohbat affects us. As if, and Paul says in the hadith, that that moment who is far away from the masjid, he is like a fish out of water. So do you not see what happens to a fish when you take it out of water? It jumps up and down, it turns its body, it tosses itself in angst and agony how much it is missing the masjid. So this was our case that we were so distant from the masajid, distant from the homes of Allah, distant from the places of the rahmah, of the mercy of Allah. So in this time of itikaf, whether we spend all ten days or parts of it, we should think how much rahmah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put on us that he attached us once again back to these sources of power, these sources of energy, these sources of iman, these sources of aman, of peace and tranquility, these sanctuaries from the world around us. So the first thing we should do now is after this month ends, after itikaf ends, is to keep that nisput, to keep that thought look, to keep that attachment deep, to remain attached to your masjid. And if for some reason you might come from a neighborhood that's far from here, to get attached to your local masjid, to keep attached to these masajid. Just like the fish is so happy in water, has so much peace and tranquility when he is in water, just like that, the believer feels that peace and tranquility in the masjid. So not only do we bid farewell to this month, or do we bid farewell to these days of itikaf, or do we bid farewell to the company of one another, but we're also bidding farewell to this masjid. In other words, we're bidding a farewell in the sense that we not, might not have such an intimate relationship with this masjid that we spent 24 hours in this masjid. But you should not bid farewell completely, but rather you think that, Ya Allah, since you gave me this thought look, I will do qadr, I will value this relationship with the masjid, and I will always try to keep coming. I will try to pray at least some of my salah in the jama'ah in the masjid, especially isha and fajr salah. Make a resolution today that isha and fajr salah, no matter what happens, I'm going to try to pray that in my local masjid. No matter what sacrifice I have to make, what time commitment I have to cancel, Allah Ta'ala, at least these masjid have rights over us. Some ulama write that the masjid and the day of judgment will also come calling. Will also be amongst those people who seeks the rights that are due to it. So the masjid might come calling to us, like the Quran might also come calling to us. So the masjid might come calling and say that how much did you give me your time? I was established on earth for you. Did you come and pray your salah inside of me? So at least make intention that for Fajr and Isha Salah, 
you must <coughs> pray in the masjid. Ya Allah, you give me tawfiq to pray so many of my salah in the month of Ramadan. Ya Allah, I beg you from the depth of my heart, give me the ability to at least pray my fajr and this salah after this month in the masjid. Second thing is Quran. That the Quran will also come on the day of judgment. And ask the believers, did you fulfill the right that I had over you? Did you read me as I was meant to be read? Did you understand me as I was meant to be understood? Did you love me as I was meant to be loved? Did you look upon me with that gaze of affection and kindness, the type of gaze that I deserved? Did you hold me with the other, with the respect and the honor that I deserved to be held? So again, this month was a month that many of us, we read more Quran in this month than we normally did. We developed Allah Ta'ala out of His blessing. Us, these weak, filthy, impure people, People who even if we made wudu of our body, maybe we were unable to make wudu of our hearts, maybe we shouldn't have been allowed to come near Qur'an. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have been part of the Jalal as Azmat. He said only those who are pure of body and mind and heart should touch this Qur'an. But no, because this Qur'an was a rahmah. This Qur'an was a hidayah. So when a person wants to guide somebody, he doesn't attach, or when a being wants to guide, he doesn't attach any restrictions, any conditions Allah SWT said just make some physical purity on yourself and then approach this Quran drink from the springs of its rahmah let the, yourself let your heart become full with its rahmah so in this month that extra relationship we built up with the Quran we also have to keep this relationship after this month we must continue to read the Quran every day we must continue to hold this Quran in our hands we must continue to feel this Quran close to our breasts we must continue to adorn our eyes Illuminate our eyes by looking at the kalam, the beautiful words, the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we must maintain this thought look with the Qur'an. Try to read it every single day. Make it like that for yourself, that just like you, will, there will not be a single day that goes by in which you fail to eat. There will not be a single day that goes by in which you fail to drink something. There will not be a single day, single day that goes by that you fail to talk to somebody on the phone, or talk to somebody in person. So think that, Ya Allah, now I pledge to you in these blessed moments, possibly these blessed last moments of this month of Ramadan, that I will not let a single day of my life go by from now on in which I do not connect myself to the Qur'an, even if it be for just five to ten minutes. So the key to success then, after this month, is keeping these connections alive. The connections that we were able to establish in this month, in these last ten days, to keep that nisbah, to keep that ta'luk alive. So number one was of the masajid, number two was of the Qur'an, and number three is of the good company that we got. And we should keep attending pious <coughs> and religious gatherings. We should keep attending the gatherings of Nasiha in which we advise one another about the remembrance of Allah. We invite one another to the love for Allah. We remind one another about the majesty of Allah and we counsel one another to leave sinning against the commandments of Allah. We must keep sticking to these gatherings. Alhamdulillah in this masjid on every Sunday, after Asr or after Maghrib Salah, Asr or Maghrib, after Asr Salah, there's a <coughs> gathering that has been set up by here. It's actually the barakah of that gathering that at least all our gatherings took place. That the du'as of somebody that brought me here to you, it is the du'as of somebody that brought you here to me. These things don't just happen on their own. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose us to sit with one another, to meet with one another. Because of the du'as of our great friend, our great ustad, my ustad the awwal, Shaykh Hussain Abdul Siddhar Dawud Barakatuh. 
so you should sit in his company and it's amazing how much people have benefited from his company. I still, even though I studied after him in Pakistan, even four or five years after, three, four years after he left the country, every now and then I would come across a student from his mother, Sana Samba. And I would be shocked at how fondly they remember him. And even though I know, and you probably, those of you know him, know he was not the type to talk too much to students in the madrasa. He was always studying. But just his presence, his adab, his akhlaq, his teacher in Bukhari, Mufti Muhammad Amin Dhamad Parkatu, one of the great ulama of Pakistan, probably, in my opinion, Allah knows best, but one of the greatest ulama of Islamabad at this time. And one of the most pious personalities. Mufti Muhammad Amin, Bagato used to say about Sheikh Hussain that I've never had a student the like of him before. I never had the student the like of him since. So a person who can even touch the hearts of ulama, of such pious elders like Mufti Muhammad Amin, then imagine what an effect that person's heart can have on your hearts. For those of you and the majority of you who were connected to him at one point, so to re-establish that connection, to maintain that connection, to view this Sunday majlis for you as wajib. It's not wajib as far as the hukum is shari, but to make it, to do iltizam, to make it lazim on yourself, to feel that this is a mandatory thing. And for those of you who are salakin, this is one of the etiquettes our Sheikh has written amongst the adab of salakin, and that is actually probably something we should have gone through. The adab of the salakin, one of them is that, that that salak who misses the weekly gathering, who misses the weekly dars, who misses the weekly nasiha, it befits him that next time when he comes to the gathering, he should stand up in front of everybody and do mulamat enafs. He should reprimand himself and apologize to the members of the gathering that he was so weak, he was so ghafil, he was so heedless, he did such little value of that majlis that he failed to come. So that gathering is like your lifeline. The gatherings of our elders, the sohbat and the masjid, these gatherings are your lifeline. They keep you connected to the deen. They recharge your iman. They remind you. Every time you come here now, you will be reminded of the days you spent here, the time you spent here, the du'as you made here, the tawbah you made here. Right? So the more and more you come to this masjid, and especially if you come to that Sunday majlis, Allah Ta'ala will make it easy for you to remain firm on all the things that we learned and talked about in this month. In addition... You should try to keep the company of one another. You should try to counsel one another. The friendships, the bonds that you made here in Itagab, they should be used to further support one another for the sake of the deen. If you decide to come here on one Sunday, you're coming here for some Jummah or coming here for some program, then you should call those of the people that you met here, the numbers that you took down. You should call them and say, you know, let's go back to the masjid. Let's go back and spend some time there and remember the time that we spent there. But you must each and every one of you don't think that I'm so weak, I'm unable to support one another. No. Also, some said in a hadith that the mu'mineen are like bricks of a wall. Each one supports the other. So look at it like that, that we are a, a brick in this greater structure of the ummah and each brick must support, must bear weight, must lean, must take the leaning of the other bricks that are around it. So you are in some ways the people who spent itikaf in one way or another in this Ramadan, a type of jama'at now. Allah Ta'ala has chosen to make you so. Allah Ta'ala chose to bring you people and us people here. He chose for us to meet one another. So in a sense we are a type of a jama'at now. Not in some way distinct or separate from others, but in the sense that we have a special relationship. And we should use that relationship, use that friendship 
to invite one another to the deen, to remind one another of all the things that we learned and we heard in the time that we are here. <coughs> so not just keep the sobat of your elders, but in addition to that, keep the good company of one another. And when you're in the company of others, remind yourself of good. Allah SWT says in the Qur'an, Kunu ma'asadikin, that you must join your very being with the true ones. <coughs> this word kunu, we've discussed this before. Kunu comes from the word kon. And all of you know what does this Arabic word kon mean? When Allah SWT wants to create something, He says, kun fayakun. Be, and it becomes. So kon then denotes and indicates the very being of something. So when Allah SWT said, kunu ma'asadikin, it didn't mean simply meet the sadikin once a week, or meet them once a month, or attend their majlis every now and then. Kunu ma sadikin means join your very being with the sadikin, make your very being in the ma'iyat of the being of the sadikin. So this is something that we have to have intention, we should try to do that. We should join ourselves very deeply and closely and intimately with the elders of our community. The second thing, so the first thing was the sohbat. The second thing is that we have to now keep ourselves busy. Just like we used our time wisely in our time that we spent here. The second we leave, right, and if you imagine the shin, right, all of you know in hadith that Allah said the shayateen are locked away. Well, the shayateen are not passive creatures. They are worse than animals. <coughs> they are depraved. Some of them are maddened beings. So imagine that they are now tearing away at their chains. They know that that time is coming. Imagine like a bunch of wild dogs that they hear the creaking of the gate, they know the gate is about to be open. Imagine wild pigs, they know the gate to their pigsty is about to be open. Do you not see how they herd, how they mass at that door, when they know that door is about to be open? Well, just like that, think that they're shayateen, they're amassing. Both the am shayateen and those special shayateen who are appointed for each and every one of us. Shaitan sends his special shayateen to certain people. You are in charge of making this person go astray. This is your job. There's a famous saying that, you know, that our teachers used to say that the shaitan of an average person is average. The shaitan of an alim, he's an alim. The shaitan of a mufti is a mufti, right? <laughs> shaitan sends somebody according to the task, right? So imagine that the shaitan are just yearning for that moment. They know even more than us, maybe, how much the gates of mercy are relatively going to be closed now or diminished in some way when this month ends. So think now that your enemy, he's racing, he's pulling at those chains that Allah has bound him in to come and attack you. But you have the shield of your iman. You have the shield of the taqwa that you got in these ten days. If you hold fast to that shield, inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not let any type of shaitan have any power over you. Allah said in the Quran that they do not have any sultan they do not have any power, any ability over my righteous servants. So we should also make dua on this month that, Ya Allah, when you kept us in so much aman and so much peace and so much sanctity in this month, Ya Allah, after this month when the shayateen are let loose, Allah Ta'ala keep us steadfast, preserve us, guard us, keep a protective shield around us. Al-Hafiz, Ya Al-Hafiz, Ya Allah, you are the one who preserves and guards us. Allah Ta'ala guard us when this month expires. And the way to practically guard yourself is to keep yourself busy at all times. Keep yourself busy in the deen. Fill up your time with the deen. And one way to do that is, as we mentioned here, is to try to learn, try to increase your knowledge. So those Fajr talks were 
in one way meant for just to understand now the whole notion of knowledge and scholarship in Islam, but we're also trying to invite one another to become people of knowledge, to invite one another to be people who drink from that scholarship. So we should now make this niya that once this month ends, we are going to seek out the scholars in our community. We're going to ask them. We're going to beg them. We're going to plead with them. We're going to clasp their hands and ask them that please give us some time not just to make us people of knowledge, but give us some time so that we need this knowledge to save our iman. So don't look at it that you're just giving us ilm. Don't look at it as a knowledge program. Look at it as an iman program, as a taqwa program, as something that is trying to preserve our very iman. So we should go to them and we should go to those brothers or send forth those brothers who have relationship with them and plead with them and treat them to make some arrangement for us. And we should all try to now embark on a systematic, regular, proper study of sacred knowledge. Even if it means just once a week for two hours. Even if it means every Saturday, Sunday morning for two hours. Even if it means giving up some of your weekend time, some of your evening time. We must connect ourselves to the sacred knowledge because this ilm, this, these ulum, it is in these ulum that lies the secret of how to live your life in a way that is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if we want to be people who earn His pleasure, we must seek the way to earn his pleasure in these books. We must seek the way to earn his pleasure from the ulama, from the scholars. So one such program is in this IIE that was mentioned in the morning, that there's an Institute of Islamic Education, Mahal al-Talim al-Islami in Elgin, Illinois, where the ulama there have this fikr, they have this worry for you, and inshallah if they have a worry for you, and you have a worry for yourself, then only good can come from that worry. <coughs> and so they want to develop a program, and they want to hear from you, about what type of program you want, what type of timings you can come, how many classes they should have, what your needs, what your requirements are. So it is our job also to seek them out just as it is their job to make arrangements for us. And if that place is too far for you, then there are other local places on Divan like Sheikh Abdul Manan, Sheikh Malanakai Abdul Manan, who also has this vicar and is trying to set up a part-time program for the college students, for the university students. And remember what I told you in the first session, the very definition of being a college or university <coughs> student means you're a person of knowledge, means that you must engage this deen at the same level that you engage the dunya. So if you acquire so much knowledge of the dunya, you must, in order to save your iman, you'll have to engage the deen in, such a, in, in a similar manner. You'll have to acquire the knowledge of the deen. Otherwise, there'll be such a disparity that your knowledge of the dunya is at the BA level and your knowledge of the deen is at the third grade level. Sooner or later, that disparity will catch up to you and in worst cases, you might even fall to shuk, shupuhat. You might have doubts, uncertainties, questions about your very iman. So it behooves the student of knowledge of the world that you should also acquire the knowledge of the deen. So you should keep in touch with the brothers like Brother Adnan Fez, who have taken it upon themselves, may Allah reward him and others like him, who have taken it upon themselves to make these arrangements for you. So you should keep yourself in contact with them. Barakah of Sambat, Barakah of Nisbat. Attach your Nisbat to them, and then they will, inshallah, see to it that you're included in whatever arrangement is made for the young men in this community. For the sisters, the sisters should also then make some arrangement for themselves. And number one, they should also attend these gatherings. They should try, they should ask their mehramen, they should entreat their mehramen to bring them to the Sunday medals here because there will be benefit for them and it will be benefit for the sisters. They should ask their men and their family to give them permission to study sacred knowledge. You should try to maybe consult 
some of the female alimas in this area. They should try to attend phone courses. Alhamdulillah, for those women who know Urdu, there's a very good phone course in Urdu uh, that you can get information from Brother Kashif or his wife, Sister Samia Hussein or Samia Karim. You can get information uh, from her about this Urdu course. Inshallah, in December, my wife plans to start an English phone course for those young women who uh, are not as comfortable or is not proficient in the Urdu language but would like access to sacred knowledge and they want to do it from their own home. Inshallah, an arrangement will be made for a phone course in which they can call into a phone number and they can be, uh, she can share the knowledge she acquired from her teachers in her four years in Pakistan uh, with the young, uh, and Muslim, young and old uh, Muslim women, English-speaking Muslim women of this country. So we should try to tap into the things that are, that are there for us. We should visit the, correctly the right and the guided websites. Be there those of our Mashaikh, such as souls.org, mothersupprogram.org, or those of other rightly guided Mashaikh, such as daralifta.co.uk. You can do searches, you can download the lectures of Sheikh Rasam Mufti Uthmani, both in English and Urdu. Apparently there are many sites now where you can download uh, lectures, uh, talks on a wide range of topics from authentic Islamic scholars. So we should do that. As a group, we should set up halakas that may be from every now and then in our dorms. When we do so many type of activities in our dorm rooms, we should set a time, we should bring the barakah of deen into our dorm. One thing is bringing us back into the masjid, one thing is bringing the deen into the dorm. So you must bring the deen into your dorm room. Set up a meeting, set up a time where a bunch of us can get together and we maybe play some lecture from the internet, right? Or we read out to one another from some book, from some rightly guided ulama, from our pious mashayikh, both from the salaf and the khalaf. So we should arrange gatherings of deen, gatherings of ilm, gatherings of dhikr, gatherings of nasiha, these type of gatherings, we should drown ourselves in these gatherings. They should take place in the masjid. We should try to make them take place in the dorm room. We should try to make them take place in our homes, both for ourselves, for our families, for our women folk. Every single place that, every single place that we visit in our life should just be embedded, should be imbued with the gatherings of the deen. Another thing we must do, and we should have done in the month of Ramadan, is the month of Ramadan is a month of making tawbah for your sins, and it's also a month of irada. A month of making intention, a month of having desire, a month of making resolutions that you're going to do such and such a thing. I myself took a lot of benefit from this when I was a student at the University of Chicago. From that moment onward, every single Ramadan I would try to make an intention to add something. Because all of us, there's so many things that we know that we're not practicing. So there would be something that I would do that I would make an intention to add that practice in the barakah of this month of Ramadan. It can be anything small, it can be anything great. It can be trying to follow the sunnah. It can be trying to use the miswak. It can be trying to be regular in your dhikr. It can be trying to be regular in your salah. Think of something that you were missing before this month. Think of some deficiency in your life and use these last few moments to make a deep and sincere resolution a pledge to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you plan to change that aspect of your life. That, Ya Allah, through the barakah of this month of Ramadan, let me be able to do such and such act of ibadah, such and such act of worship. And just like that, make resolution to leave certain sins. That, Ya Allah, in the barakah of these last few moments of the month of Ramadan, let me leave that sin. Let me make a sincere pledge, a sincere niya, a sincere deep intention. When you pledge to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala something, it carries some weight in your heart. You will now feel that you are somebody who has pledged yourself. You have become someone who has made a promise. 
someone who made a pact, someone who made a commitment that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he, he or she would leave such a thing. So the women also can pledge. For the women who are trying, who are struggling against themselves or against their family or against the society to observe the rulings of hijab, right? They should make a pledge in this month of Ramadan. That, Ya Allah, whatever, wherever we are, whatever level of hijab, both the outer hijab, the inner hijab, the hijab of their bodies, the hijab of their hearts, the hijab of the personalities, whatever level we're at, we're going to take it one step further. That's the very least qadr, the very least value we should do in Ramadan is through the barakah of the month of Ramadan we should have the intention to take everything in our deen one step further to progress to that next level, to progress to that next stage, to take that extra step. So now is not the time to wonder why am I unable to follow sunnah, why am I unable to do hijab, why am I unable to do this. Now is the time to make that commitment to take that extra step. That you want to take that step, you want to follow the deen more, you want to please Allah subhanahu wa more, you want your life to have more sharia and sunnah inside of it. So this month, and especially the end of this time, or the end of this month, which in all likelihood this, these are our last moments, is that a person should make irada, should make resolutions for change, should set realistic goals for himself, targets that are attainable, that are achievable, and then stick to them. Write them down somewhere. Post them up in your room. Remind yourself of them. If there are things that you feel you can share them with one another, tell your friend that I made this commitment, now you have to help me in sticking to it. If you want to make a commitment that you're regular in zikr, then ask a friend or two that they should help you. That maybe we should get together and do this together because we're unable to do it on our own. If you make a commitment that you want to come to the Sunday gathering regularly, tell your friend that when you go, make sure you call me because I might forget. Tell him right now that if I give you some excuse on the phone, get upset at me, get angry with me, force me to come. Come to my dorm room and pick me up and drag me to the gatherings of Nasiha. Drag me to the gatherings of goodness because I might lapse in my own ways. I might become so lost in what I'm doing. I might forget the value of these gatherings. So if you find that I forget, if you find that I become diseased again, if you find that I become immune again, if you find that I become desensitized again, well, just like you would drag a corpse, right, to the corner, just like the, the, the soil, the earth, the clay is dragged in front of the potter so that he can shape it in his wheel of pottery, just like that drag me in front of our elders, our Mashaikh, so that they can shape me according to the Quran, Sunnah, and Sharia. ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم إنك عفو تحب الأفوا فأنا اللهم إنك عفو كريم تحب الأفوا فأنا اللهم إنك عفو كريم حليم رحمن رحيم تحب الأفوا فأنا يا رحم الرحمين الحمنا اللهم ارجنا من النار اللهم ارجنا من النار اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من النار اللهم إنا نسألك جنة الفدوس من غير حساب اللهم إنا نسألك رضاك اللهم إنا نسألك حبك وحب من يحبك اللهم إنا نسألك منك اللهم إنا نسألك أنت يا رب كريم همانا جناوكم آفرما يا رب کریم ہم ظاہر میں بندے ہیں 
ہم حقیقت میں نہایت گندے ہیں یا اللہ ہمارے گناہوں کو معاف فرما یا اللہ ہم گناہ گار ہیں ہم خطا کار ہیں ہم سیاہ کار ہیں یا اللہ ہمارے گناہوں کو معاف فرما یا اللہ ہمارے دلوں کی ظلمت کو دور فرما یا اللہ تمام گناہ جو کیے سب کو معاف فرما جو دن میں کیے جو رات میں کیے جو جان بوجھ کر کیے جو نہ جان کر کیے جو آمنے سامنے کیے جو چھپ کر کیے یا اللہ ہمارے تمام گناہوں کو معاف فرما یا اللہ یا رحم الرحمین ماں باپ جب بچہ پریشان ہوتا ہے اپنے ماں باپ کی طرف لوٹتا ہے یا اللہ جب بندہ پریشان ہوتا ہے وہ اپنے رب کی طرف لوٹتا ہے یا رب کریم ہم آپ کی گناہگار امت ہیں یا اللہ ہم خیر امت کی گناہگار امت ہی ہیں یا اللہ مگر امتی ہم رسول سسام کی امتی کے ہیں یا اگر اگرچہ ہم گناہگار ہیں ہم پھر بھی امتی ہیں یا اللہ اس امتی ہونے کا لاج رکھنا اس امتی ہونے کی برکت سے اس امتی ہونے کی طفیل سے یا اللہ ہمیں ہمارے گناہوں کو معاف فرما یا رب کریم فکیو فار آل دا سنز یا اللہ فکیو فار دا سنز یا اللہ فرگیو اس فار دا سنز ایٹ وی کمیٹ تھرو آؤٹ دا ایئر یا اللہ فرگیو اس فار دا سنز ایٹ وی ڈن ان دس منتھ آف رمدان یا اللہ فرگیو اس فار دا سنز ایٹ وی ڈن ان دس منتھ آف رمدان یا اللہ یو گیو اس ٹفیک ٹو فیل دا مرسی آف دس منتھ یا اللہ وی ور ڈراؤننگ ان دس منتھ آف مرسی یا اللہ وی اسٹل ڈنٹ لیو اوے آر سنز یا اللہ فرگیو اس فار دا سنز ایٹ وی ڈن ان دس منتھ آف رمدان یا اللہ فرگیو اس فار فیلنگ ٹو ڈو قدر آف دس منتھ Forgive us for the big kadri that we did at this month of Ramadan. Forgive us for not praying our tarawi that way we should have. Forgive us for not fasting with the concentration that we should have. Ya Allah, for our stomachs fasted. How many of our tongues fasted in this month? How many of our eyes were able to fast in this month? How many of our ears were able to fast in this month? Ya Allah, it is only your karam, your rahmat that you can accept the fast that we have to offer. Ya Allah, accept the fast that we did in this month of Ramadan. Ya Allah, do not do their deed, do not reject and repudiate our acts Ya Allah we look at your Raham we look at your Kanan we look at your Sitariya Ya Allah we ask you to overlook our shortcomings and accept your Ibadat however they may be Ya Allah we beg of you to fulfill the deficiencies of our Ibadat Ya Allah you are the one who can fill all the deficiencies in the world Ya Allah we ask you to fill the deficiencies in our Ibadat we ask you to make up and compensate for all the deficiencies in our Ibadat Ya Allah accept the time that we spent in this Masjid Ya Allah, forgive us for the lack of other we had in this masjid. Ya Allah, forgive us if we said anything that did not befit the honor and rank of this masjid. Ya Allah, forgive us if we did anything in this masjid that did not befit the rank of this masjid. Ya Allah, forgive us for any of our transgressions in this time of itikaf. Ya Allah, ta'ala, sakh this itikaf in your path. Ya Allah, for each and every moment we spend here, Ya Allah, grant us an ocean of love in our hearts. For each and every moment we spend here, Ya Allah, shower us with an ocean of mercy from yourself. Ya Allah, for each and every moment we spend here, grant us the tawfiq to have years of ibadah. For each and every moment that we spend here away from sin, Ya Allah, let us have years away from sin. For each and every moment we were able to lower our gaze while here, Ya Allah, make us live for years in which we lower our gaze outside. Ya Allah, multiply each and every moment that we spend here in your house. Ya Allah, grant us years and years of success in ibadah in exchange. Ya Allah, truly none of us came here on our own. Ya Allah, we came here only because you brought us here. Ya Allah, we came here only because you invited us here. 
Ya Allah, even it is your command that the host be kind to his guest. You commanded in our deen that we be a deen of the afat, a deen where everything is given to the guest. Ya Allah, your even beloved messenger sallallahu said that if a person was to put the entire world into a lukma, into a morsel and feed it to the guest, it would not be enough. Ya Allah, we are also your guests. Ya Allah, we are guests in your house. Ya Allah, ta, Ya Rahimin, Ya Kareem, the most generous of hosts. Ya Allah, we know we have faith in your Rahmah that you will grant us so much as your guests. Ya Allah, ta, that you will not turn us away empty-handed. Ya Allah, that you will not toss us back in our old ways of sin. That you will not simply throw us back in our old way of life. But Ya Rahimin, that you brought us here to give us change. That you brought us here to fix us. That you brought us here to improve us. Ya Allah, let us come out of this ikhtikaf. Let us come out of this Ramadan as improved people, as better people, as people who are more pleasing in your eyes. Ya Allah, there is no other reason for which we came. Ya Allah, none of us came here for any other reason except to seek your pleasure. Ya Allah, your Prophet said in the Hadith that you, that you said that when your servant tries to draw close to you, you come near to him. When he comes walking to you, you come running to him. Ya Allah, all of us, we came walking here, we came running here, we came driving here, we came flying here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only to get your pleasure. Ya Allah, shower us with your rahmah. Ya Allah, include us amongst the ranks of those people who left their homes for your deen. Ya Allah, on that day of judgment, when a caller calls out from those people who left the sides of their bed and raised themselves at night. Ya Allah, include us amongst the ranks of those people. Include us amongst those ranks of people who sacrifice something for the deen. Ya Allah, accept our sacrifice. Accept our intention. Accept the time that we spent here for your sake. Ya Allah, accept this time in this month of itikaf. And Ya Allah, let us live our entire life as mu'takifin min dunya Let us live our entire life as those people who uh, keep themselves safe from the temptations of the dunya. Ya Allah, in this month of Ramadan, accept all the Qur'an that we read. Ya Allah, for each and every letter that we read in this month, give us a tafuik to read an entire Qur'an outside of this month. Ya Allah, for each and every letter that we read in this month, Ya Allah, decree for us an entire volumes of thawab and volumes of deeds in the Yom Al-Qiyamah. Ya Allah, for each and every moment we read the Qur'an in this month, Ya Allah, grant us hours and hours of reading and studying and understanding the Qur'an outside of this month. Ya Rahman let us remain attached to this Qur'an. Let us remain attached to your word, your speech, your kalam. Ya Allah, let us the Quran adorn our hearts. Let it permeate our hearts. Let it permeate our minds. Let each and everything we do in life be according to Quran. Ya Allah, let us not die. Let us not depart from this world until we have been able to do amal on each and every eye of the Quran. Ya let us not depart from this world until we get the marifa, the knowledge, the understanding of each and every eye of the Quran. Ya Allah, we beg of you to make us Ahlul Quran in this world and raise us amongst the Ahlul Quran on the day of judgment. Ya Allah, let the Qur'an be a source of light for us in the grave. Let it be a source of easing our trials and tribulations on that day of judgment. Ya Allah, increase our love for the Qur'an. Ya Allah, place in our hearts a love for the Qur'an. Ya Allah, take away the false loves that we have for our heart. Take away the love of music, the love of sports, the love of novels, the love of magazines. Ya Allah, and put in it the love for the Qur'an, the love for the sunnah, the love for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And your love, Allah, the hubbillah. Allahumma inna nas'alaka hubbaka, ya Allah. We beg of you to increase us in our love for you. And in our love for Rasulullah sallallahu And in our love for those who love you. And in our love for those who are your beloved. And ya Allah, we ask of you in the barakah on this month of Ramadan to make us amongst your mahboob, to include us amongst your beloveds. Include us amongst the beloveds of Rasulullah and make us beloved in the eyes of your lovers and make us beloved in the eyes of your beloved.
Ya Allah, all this ilm that you gave us the ability to learn. Ya Allah, surely you must have given it to us for some reason. Ya Allah, surely this knowledge was given to us so that one day that nur would penetrate our heart and force us to do amal. Ya Allah, when will that day come when we do amal on our ilm? Ya Allah, make us people of amal. Make us people who practice each and everything that we know. Ya Allah, let there not be a single thing we know about this deen that we fit, but yet we do, that, except that we practice upon it. And Ya Allah, grant us ikhlas in our amal. Grant us sincerity in our amal. Make us amongst the mukhlisin. Make us amongst the people who do everything only for your sake and for your pleasure. And Ya Allah, grant us istikamat in our ikhlas. Ya Allah, this beautiful word istikamah, this elusive sifat, Ya Allah, when will we become people of istikamah? We don't have istikamah in a single thing, Ya Allah. Neither do we have istikamah in our salah. We don't have istikamah in our dua. We don't have istikamah in our Quran. We don't have istikamah in our tawbah. Ya Allah, in the barakah of this month of Ramadan, Ya Allah, make us amongst the people of istikamah. Make us steadfast in our deen. Make us steadfast in our ibadat. Make us steadfast in our tilawah. Ya Allah, make us regular in our zikr Ya Allah what is that? Ya Allah why would you put us in the gaze of our Mishai Ya Allah in the honor of the gaze that they look upon us Ya Rasulullah Ya Allah Rasulullah said Ainu Hakun. Ya Allah accept their du'as that they make for us Ya Allah if even our du'as may be rejected or if our du'as are not as good as they should be Ya Allah, we ask you to accept the du'as that our elders made for us. Accept the du'as that our teachers make for us. Accept the du'as that our mashaykh make for us. Ya Allah, Rasulullah s.a.w. made du'a for the entire ummah. Ya Allah, accept the du'as in our haq. Let us live up to the du'as of the beloved messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, let us be people who are regular in our dhikr. Those of us who have taken the path, let us be regular on this path. Let us be firm on this path. Let us traverse and progress on this path. Ya Allah, we too want to have the nur of your nisbat. We too want to feel the nisbat, the connection of you permeate our hearts. We too want to feel a deep attachment to you in our hearts. We too want to make it difficult for us to sin. Ya Allah, please adorn our hearts with this nisbat. Ya Allah, please do qadr, do qadr of the du'as that people make for us. Ya Allah, make us regular in our salah. Ya Allah, make us regular in our fajr salah. Ya Allah, please let us never ever miss a single salah again. Let us never ever miss a single fajr salah again. Ya Allah, we wish take every ni'mah that you want away from us from the dunya. But Ya Allah, don't take any of the ni'mahs of the deen from us. Ya Allah, grant us the ni'mah of salah. Grant us the ni'mah of Quran. Ya Allah, we pledge to you we're willing to give up anything in the dunya for the sake of this deen. Ya Allah, we want to have only and nothing else but the deen. Ya Allah, and then if you give us the dunya, it is your karam. But Ya Allah, do not give us the dunya and keep us from the deen. Rabbana atana fi dunya hasanatahu wa fil akhirati hasanatahu wa kina adab al-nar. Ya Allah, make us regular in our salah and give us a tawfiq to make up any and all missed salah we ever made. Ya Allah, let us not pass away from this world except that we have made up those salah or that you have accepted our effort to make up those salah and raise us amongst the day of judgment amongst those people who have no outstanding salah due upon them. Ya Allah, let us make up all the fasts that we missed. Ya Allah, how was it that we used to eat in previous months of Ramadan? How could it be that we used to violate your rules in previous month of Ramadan? Ya Allah, on the barakah of the fast that we made in this month, Ya Allah, accept them from us and give us the ability to make up any and all of the fast we may ever missed. And Ya Allah, raise us in the day of judgment amongst those people who have fulfilled all their outstanding fasts. Ya Allah, let us become people who pay our zakah. Let us not be people who take our zakah lightly. Let us not be people who try to minimize or avoid their zakah. Ya Allah, but let us generously estimate the amount we owe in zakah. Let us make up all 
the zakah that we have ever earned. Ya Allah, give our families a tawfiq to pay their zakah properly. Give our parents a tawfiq to pay their zakah properly. Ya Allah, make us people of zakah and make us people of tazkiyah. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, every heart of every Muslim, Ya Allah, wishes to see the Khan Kaaba. Every Muslim in the world, no matter how sinning he may be, no matter how distant from you he may be, the depth of his heart desires to go to the Khanikaba, to offer Hajj, to offer Umrah, to walk in the lanes of Medina Manorah, to set his feet in the places where the Sahaba used to put their feet, to go and visit and send his salams in person to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, take each and every one of us to Makkah Mukarramah and Medina Manorah. Take each and every one of us over and over again. Ya Allah, we also want to make tawaf. We also want to be like the ushak, the ashik, the lovers who, who make rotations around your house. Ya Allah, let us also become people of tawaf. Accept us for the, for hadri, accept us for our presence there. Make us present there at some point. Ya Allah, take us to Makkah and Medina. Take us to the Haramain Sharifin. Ya Allah, let all of us make the intention to make the Fard Hajj. Ya Allah, let not any one of us who has the ability, not, not any one of us die until we have made this Hajj. And Ya Allah, forgive us for the sin of our Takhir. Forgive us for the sin of delaying Hajj. Ya Allah, forgive us for the sin of delaying Hajj. Ya Allah, you know better what is in our hearts. Ya Allah, forgive us for the sin for delaying our Hajj. And give us the ability to go for Hajj as soon as possible. Ya Allah, accept us for people who make durood and salawat on the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, let us make durood and salawat upon him every day. Let us send our blessings upon him at least hundred times every day. Let us be people who remember his ihsanat upon us. Remember all the sacrifices he made for us. Let us become people who reflect upon his seerah and his sunnah at all times. Ya Allah, let us become people of ilm. Ya Allah, grant us this sacred knowledge. Ya Allah, we too want to be people who understand the meanings of Qur'an. We too want to be people who know and understand the meaning of Sunnah. Ya Allah, we also want to be people who have the tafakku in the deen, who have the deep and understanding of the deen. Ya Allah, increase us in the knowledge of Qur'an, of Sunnah, of Fiqh, of Tizkiyah, of all of the ulume aliyah and the ulume aliyah, of all the tools and all the higher disciplines. Ya Allah, increase us in our ilm and grant us ilm inafi. Grant us knowledge that benefits. Grant us knowledge that permeates our hearts. Grant us knowledge that is easily transformed into action. Ya Allah, help us to qadr of the ulama. Ya Allah, let us make dua at this moment for Rasulullah Sallam, for all the Sahaba Quran with Ajmain, for all the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam Ajmain, and for all of the Sahaba of all the Anbiya, and for the Tabin and the Tabar Tabin, for the Ayman Mujtahideen, the Mufassireen, the Muhaddithin, the Fuqahai Karam, and the Mashaykhi Uzam. Ya Allah, let us live in their footsteps. Let us walk in their footsteps. Ya Allah, let us be part of this glorious legacy, this glorious tradition of our Ummah. Ya Allah, let us follow in the path of our pious predecessors. Let us follow in the path of our Salaf Salihin and amongst the Khalaf who followed them with pious taqwa. Ya Allah, make us Allah majalla min al-muttaqeen wa min al-sabirin wa min al-tawabin wa min al-awabin. Ya Allah, make us also amongst the people of the Dakinin. Ya Allah, make us amongst the people of the Hafidin. Make us amongst the Hafidin of Furujahun. Ya Allah, make us amongst those people who guard our chastity. Ya Allah, make us people of Haya. Ya Allah, breathe back the modesty into our hearts. Ya Allah, take away the shamelessness that we have inside of us. Ya Allah, make us people of shame. Make us people of modesty. Make us people of dignity. Make us people of honor. Ya Allah, make us people of Izzah. Ya Allah, don't make us people of Zilla. Ya Allah, make us people of Izzah. Grant us the Izzah and the honor in this world. And grant us the honor in the Day of Judgment and the honor in the Akhirah. 
Ya Allah, make us people of modesty, of haya. Ya Allah, adorn us with all the beautiful characteristics of iman. Ya Allah, grant us all the akhlaq hamida. Grant us all the praiseworthy and noble characteristics. And Ya Allah, purge us from all the akhlaq razila. Purge us from all the corrupted and the despicable characteristics. Ya Allah, make our tabiyah according to the sharia. Make our desires according to the sharia. Make nothing more beloved to us in the world except the deen, Quran, sunnah, and sharia. Make our likes according to its likes. And make our dislikes according to its dislikes. Ya Allah Ta'ala, let our hearts become full for your love for you. Let our hearts become permeated with love for you. Ya Allah, let our hearts tremble in the fear for you. Ya Allah, let us have a heart that fears you. Let us have a tongue that remembers you. Let us have a heart that remembers you. Ya Allah, when will we shed a tear in your fear? When will we come amongst the khashi'een? Ya Allah, make us amongst those who fear you. Increase us in our hope and our khashiyat and our fear for you. Ya Allah, increase us in our fear for you and increase us in our love for you. Increase us in our fear for the punishment, but Ya Allah, increase us in our hope for your mercy. Ya Allah, let us never despair of your mercy. Ya Allah, accept our tawbah. Ya Allah, accept all the du'as that we made in this month of Ramadan. Ya Allah, if any one of our du'as were accepted, then on the barakah of that, accept all the du'as that we ever made. If any one of our tawbah was accepted, Ya Allah, on the barakah of that, accept the tawbah from all of the sins that we may have ever made. Ya Allah, if any one of our salah was accepted, Ya Allah, accept in all of our salah through that barakah. Ya Allah, accept our tawbah in this month of Ramadan. Ya Allah, let us truly be people who tubu ilallah, who turn and reject each and everything that they were doing that was haram. Dubu illallah and make that paradigm shift and turn themselves and orient themselves towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya today, Ya Allah, today we raise our hands up to you. Ya Allah, do not let our hands come down until you have accepted our dua. Ya, Ya Allah, we want nothing more than your rida. Ya Allah, we want nothing more than your pleasure this day. Ya Allah, ta'ala, transform us in a way that is pleasing to you. Ya Allah, make us amongst your servants. Ya Allah. ہمیں ایسے بنا جیسے تو ہم سے راضی ہے یا اللہ ہمیں ایسے بنا جیسے تو ہم سے راضی ہے یا اللہ ہمیں اس شکل میں بنا جس شکل میں تو ہم سے راضی ہے یا اللہ ہم اس ہمارے باتیں ایسے بنا کہ جس طرح آپ ہم سے راضی ہیں یا اللہ ہم آپ ہم اپنے آپ کو آپ کے حوالہ کرتے ہیں یا اللہ ہم اپنے آپ کو آپ کو سپرد کرتے ہیں یا اللہ آپ ہمیں ایسے بنا جیسے آپ ہم سے راضی ہیں یا اللہ وی سبن آر سیلف ٹو یو وی پریزینٹ آر سیلف بفور you we trust ourselves to you ya allah shape us and mold us in such a way that is pleasing to you ya allah adorn us with your pleasure ya allah make us in such a way that is pleasing to you we want nothing more from this entire world except to attain the pleasure of your countenance to accept the pleasure of you on the day of judgment ya allah each and every one of us has some sin that we are unable to leave Ya Allah, each and every one of us has some problem that we are unable to overcome. Ya Allah, each and every one of us has some obstacles that we are unable to overcome. Ya Allah, you yourself said in Quran, Illa man rahima rabbi, that no one will be able to succeed 100% in purifying themselves except through the rahmah of Allah. Ya Muzakki, Ya the being who does our purification, Ya Allah, we ask you on this day to purify our nafs, to purify our heart, to rid us of those sins that we are unable to rid ourselves of. 
Ya Alhamdulillah, Rahimina, it would be so easy for you. It may be difficult for us, Ya Allah, but it is easy for you. Ya Allah, but just one glance of your mercy our way. Just one glance of love your way. Just one glance of kabulia in our direction. Ya Allah, and our entire life will be transformed. Ya Allah, shower your mercy upon us. Shower that glance of love upon us. Ya Allah, be pleased with us once again. Ya Hanan, Ya Manan. Ya Allah, we reconcile with you again. Ya Allah, we pledge to patch up with you again. Ya Allah, purge us from our sins. Purge us from those things that persistently haunt us. Ya Allah, save us from the way of our sins. Ya Allah, forgive us for all the sins that we ever did. Ya Allah, forgive us for the sins that we did with our hands. Ya Allah, forgive us for the sins that we did with our organs. Ya Allah, how despicable we must have been to you when you looked upon us sinning. Ya Allah, how must we have looked in, in your eyes when we committed those sins? But Ya Allah, still your karam, Ya Alhamdulillah, you still let us pray our salah. You still brought us into this masjid. You still accepted us to make dua. Ya Allah, we look at your karam, we look at these signs, and we think that Ya Allah, surely you must yourself have the Irada. Ya Allah, you said in Quran Al-Kareem, you didn't just say Huwa Tawab Rahim, but in one place, Allah SWT, you said that Ya Allah, you yourself declared about yourself that you accept the tawbah and the repentance of your believers. Ya Tawab, Ya Allah, Natubu Ilayna. Ya Allah, Natubu Ilayka. Ya Tawab, that we repent unto you. We repent unto you in all sincerity today. Ya Allah, Allah, clean our heart from its sins. Wash all those sins away from our heart. Wash the vestiges of sin from our heart. Ya Allah, purge our hearts and our minds from sin. Remove all the effects of sin. Remove all the traces of sin. Remove all the memories of sin. Remove all the pleasures we took from committing sin. Ya Allah, in these last moments of the month of Ramadan, Ya Allah, if you do not forgive us in this last moment of Ramadan, Ya Allah, where else will we go? What other day is there coming for us? What will the next morning bring? Ya Allah, where else is there we can go? Ya Allah, we are in your masjid, in your bait. Ya Allah, we are at your bab. We are at your door. Ya Allah, we are knocking upon your door. Ya Allah, we are begging you to let us in. Ya Allah, we are begging you to throw open the gates of your rahmah to us. Ya Allah, shower your mercy upon us at this moment. Ya Allah, these gates may be about to close. The doors of shaitan may be about to open. Ya Allah, before that onslaught comes, we are clinging to you. We are clinging to you, Allah. We are begging to you, Ya Allah, forgive us for our sins before this month ends. Ya Allah, let us not be mahroom in this month. Let us not be amongst those who failed. Let us not be amongst the khasirin, those who lived to see this month and they failed to get forgiven. Ya Allah, surely you must have invited us here for some reason. Ya Allah, you yourself commanded in the sharia that we must give the wage to the worker before his sweat dries. Ya Allah, if that is the command for us, that we must give the labor his wage before his sweat dries, then Ya Allah, before this month is over, before our fast is over, before the athrat of our ibadah is over, Ya Allah, if this is the command for us, you weak and sinning servants, Ya Allah, you are Hamar Rahimin, you are Al-Kareem, Al-Malik Al-Kareem, Ya Allah, you are the Dhul Jalali Wal-Ikram, Ya Allah, surely you also can give us our wages, Ya Allah, you you can give us our, accept our tawbah. You can send your rahmah upon us before our, this ibadah finishes, before this month passes away. Ya Allah, send your rahmah upon us before this month ends. Ya Allah. 
Ya Allah, for those of us who might not live to see another Ramadan. Ya Allah, what will happen to us when these next few minutes expire? Ya Allah, where will we find that mercy again? Where will we look for that kabuliyah, that acceptance again? Ya Allah, we beg of you in these few moments to accept our tawbah. Ya Rahman Rahimeen, accept our tawbah. Ya Rahman Rahimeen, we beg of you to accept our tawbah. Ya Allah, we beg of you to forgive us for all the sins that we ever did. Ya Allah, we beg of you to bring us on the straight path. Ya Allah, straighten our crooked soul. Straighten this crooked nafs. Ya Allah, straighten this crooked ruh. Ya Allah, you have the power to straighten everything. Ya Allah, straighten our crooked nafs. Ya Allah, make us your pious and obedient worshippers. Ya Rahman in these last few moments of the month of Ramadan. Ya Allah, we beg of you to shower your mercy upon all of us. Ya Allah, we beg of you to remember those pious, our pious elders. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, we make dua for our Mashaikh and our Satada. Ya Allah, we make dua for Shaykh Hussein Abdul Sattar. Ya Allah, Ta'ala, grant him a long life. Ya Allah, keep us in the shade of his shadow for all our lives. Ya Allah, let us do qadr of his ta'limat. Ya Allah, let us do qadr of his knowledge. Ya Allah, let us get the maximum benefit from his company. Ya Allah, keep him safe wherever he may be. Grant him a long life and grant him health. We pray for his family. Grant him the sabri jameel. Ya Allah, we pray for our mashayikh and our shayukh. Each and every one of us pray for all of our own shayukh. Ya Allah, reward them as befits what they've done for us. <laughs> ya Allah, <laughs> on the day of judgment, Ya Allah, you choose to send us into the hellfire. Ya <laughs> don't send us into the hellfire in front of them, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, before you send us to the hellfire, Ya Allah, any good thing that we may have done, anything that we may have learned from them, Ya Allah, let us just see the swab go to them. Ya Allah, before you send us to the hellfire, if they did teach us something, if we did anything because they told us, Surely they will get the sawab for that. So Allah Ta'ala just let us see the sawab to go to them before we go to the hellfire. <laughs> <laughs> in front of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, do not take our hisab in front of the sahabi kiram. Ya Allah, do not take our hisab in front of the umahatu mu'mineen. Ya Allah, do not take our hisab in front of the umahatu mu'mineen. Ya Allah, let not any of our sins be a means of punishment for this ummah. Ya Allah, let not my sins be a means for these men to be mahroom. Ya Allah, forgive me for my sins, Ya Allah. Allah, make them mahroom. Make them do amal in everything that they heard. Ya Allah, accept us on that day of judgment. Ya Allah, forgive us on that day of judgment. Ya Allah, grant us the shade of your throne on that day of judgment. Will there be no other shade? Ya Allah, grant us the company of the Salaf Salihin and the Sahabi Kram on that day of judgment. Ya Allah, please forgive us on this day. Ya Allah, please forgive us on this last few moments of Ramadan. Ya Allah, change us in such a way that we are worthy of appearing before you on that day. Ya Allah, those of us who may be ill, grant us health. Those of us who have relatives who may be ill, grant them health. Ya Allah, those of our relatives who may be worried, 
One woman, one brother has an aunt who has become separated from her family on Hajj for seven or eight days. Ya Allah, unite her with her loved ones. Ya Allah, keep her in your hifaza. Ya Allah, keep her in your aman. Ya Allah, give her relatives sabri jameel. Ya Allah, reunite them again once again. Ya Allah, we pray for the Muslim Ummah. Ya Allah, we pray for the oppressed of the Muslim Ummah. We pray for the needy of the Muslim Ummah. We pray for our innocent Muslim sisters who are being oppressed all over the world. We pray for our innocent Muslim brothers who are being oppressed all over the world. Ya Rahman Ya Allah, have mercy upon them. Ya Allah, have mercy upon them in this month of Ramadan. Ya Allah, ease their suffering. Ya Allah, you yourself said in Quran with Kareem, Ya Allah, we are living through a time of usr. We are living in a time of difficulty. Ya Allah, we are waiting for that time of ease. Ya Allah, bring that time of ease upon this ummah. Bring that time upon time of ease upon this ummah. Ya Allah, and save the, the blood of our ummah from being shed. Ya Allah, we ask you to bless all the masajid in this area. All the masajid, the madaris, the khankas, all of the people doing any type of work for the deen. Ya Allah, ta'ala, strengthen them in their work. Ya Allah, ta'ala, make each and every one of them a means for revival of the deen. Ya Allah, revive this deen on this earth. Establish this deen, do ikamat of deen on this earth. And do the ikamat of the deen in our hearts. Establish the deen deeply in our hearts. Make us strong and contributing members of this ummah. Ya Allah, any one of our, any of the pious desires that we may have in our hearts, Ya Allah, accept our du'as. Ya Allah, we ask you all of the khair that Prophet ﷺ and all the Salasanin asked for, and we seek refuge from all the shard that they sought refuge from. Ya Allah, accept our du'as, accept the du'as that we made, accept the du'as that we should have made, and Ya Allah, anyone who had rights over us, anyone who ever requested us for du'a, our teachers, our colleagues, our students, Ya Allah, we remember them in our special du'a today. Draw all of us and all of them closer to you on the straightest and most blessed of paths. Help us, free, help us attain your kurb. Help us becoming pious servants and slaves. Rabbana takambal minna innaka anta samiul alim. Watubu alayna innaka anta tawabur rahim. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala habibihi Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Bi rahmatika ya arhamar rahimin.